Podcasting from Hartford, you're listening to the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast, your place for all things Connecticut sports. And here is your host, Jared Cutler. Joining me for the last time this year, we've got DJ Morgan. DJ, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. Definitely glad to be back for the last finale. I know. I know. It, it's crazy. What, what a year it's been. And we'll get to the, all the ups and downs of this season. <laughs> but um, before we get to that, uh, this past weekend had the game against Houston. Any final game thoughts uh, coming out of that game against Houston? And now you guys played pretty well against a tough team uh, in Houston on Saturday. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it just showed the fight that this team had um, all season long, um, coming in against a top top twenty, top twenty five program, um, and we we showed fight. Um, there was there was different parts of the game that we could have probably executed better, um, and possibly pulled out an upset. Uh, but you know, when you don't make you know every play that we should make uh, against a top twenty five opponent, um, it's tough. It's tough to to beat that. Looking back on this year, I know it's been a roller coaster of a year from, you know, just starting off this season, having not played last year, you know, Coach Edsel uh, leaving the program, Coach Spanos taking over, just all the different ups and downs. What has this season been like for you? It truly has been a roller coaster. Uh, you know, every week, um, it's kind of like, what's going what's gonna to happen next? <laughs> so we kind of, we just adjusted as a team as each week went on. Um, different coaching changes. Uh, we didn't play last season. Uh, getting a new head coach middle or not middle of the season, but towards the end of the season with a few games left. Um, so just all the different changes that uh, we had to overcome. Um, you know, we just adjusted. Yeah, I mean, I just from, from my standpoint, I, I feel like it could have been easy to just kind of throw in the towel after that Holy Cross game. You know, Coach Edsel's gone. You had lost to an FCS team. It would have been easy to just quit on the season, but I, I feel like the team really showed a lot of fight throughout this entire season. Being part of it, what were your thoughts on, on just how the team handled things this year and being able to kind of stay with it throughout this whole season? Um, it was definitely impressive uh, as a team or and even being a part of it um, to see, like, how much fight, like, you know, the guys had. Like, never – there was never a fight or never a quit um, in the team. Even going into this last week, you know, you, you're going into a game. Um, it's going to be cold. Uh, we're playing the top – five opponent uh we're one in ten it's like it can be it's easy to just be like you know what let's just get this game over with yeah like it doesn't matter the, the game is meaningless uh but you know we went out each and every week uh with a purpose and our purpose was to try to win every single game that we could um of course like we didn't get the results that we necessarily wanted um but definitely it was it was good to see um our team fight uh to the very end especially with a lot of young guys playing as well from from looking back to when you guys kicked off against Fresno, which just feels like so long ago, to to you know kick off against Houston, how would you say the team has grown? Um, you know, overall, and then from a defensive standpoint, because I, I feel like that was something coming into this year where you know the defense had been a little bit of a question mark in the past, and and I think the unit really kind of proved itself a bit this year and showing they were able to take some steps up. Yeah, definitely. It was definitely a different team. I would say, you know, of course, the same players, but yeah. it's, it's definitely a different team uh, from the first kickoff to the very last. Um, I would say that as the season went on and, you know, we're going through all these different adversities and changes, um, it just grew the team. Like the team grew closer together because, um, you know, we're all in this together and we're all going through the same exact things. So when one person departs, uh, we're, we all notice it, you know, when 
there's new leadership being put in place. You know, we're all going through new leadership, trying to figure out uh, new roles for the team and and um, how we fit into the new uh, scheme of things. Uh, and for a deep defensively, uh, as the season went on, we just we just started to to click. It just started to all click. Um, I think some of it, you know, from the beginning, uh, is getting used to that speed again of playing defense. You know, mm-hmm. defense all reactionary. So when you go a year uh, without playing games and you're going against teams who played last the last season, um, they're already in it. They're already in tune and they're clicking. So it took um, some games for us to get rolling. Uh, but once we got rolling, uh, the defense played pretty well towards the end of the season and middle of the season. Yeah. In terms of, you know, talking about this being a pretty young team in general too, what are your thoughts on this team heading into the future? Are there couple guys there anyone in particular you're you're especially looking forward to seeing what what their future holds shoot yeah definitely uh definitely keelan marion that's one of the guys you know i I can't next season i'm excited to see him uh prosper um especially with coach mora coming in um i definitely think he's gonna have a lot of opportunities to to have a big year uh dalmont uh on the defensive line Mm -hmm. uh, i can't wait to see him play as well um this is his first first year in action um, coming off a red shirt season, so I'm I'm excited to see his breakout. Of course, got to see my guy Jackson uh, go out again and put out another hundred tackles. And uh, Durante Jones, all those guys, um, I'm excited to see all of them play next season. Since Coach Mora, had, I mean, I know he officially took over. I think it was yesterday or or Sunday. Um, yeah. But what's it been like with him being around the program the past couple of weeks since it was announced that he'd be the new coach? Um. Nothing really changed quite a bit. Uh, he kind of it was it was kind of cool to see like him. Um, he was around practice, but at the same time, he still let Coach Spanos and the coaches that were there. Uh, he let them do their thing, and uh, he he respected the fact that you know he was taking over November twenty eighth, and he he waited he waited until yeah. November twenty officially like insert like what he wants in the program. Um, so it was it was definitely cool to see because you know a lot of times when you're when you're appointed new leadership role, yeah. you want to jump. in. Play. Um, it could have been easy for him to jump right in. Come when he met us at Clemson, just jump yeah. right in. I'm the I'm the captain, but you know <laughs> that just shows like how great of a leader um, he's going to be for the program. Um, like he said, uh, he's he's here to service us and uh, service the players. Um, so I definitely I'm looking forward to it. So has anything changed in terms of like anything really noticeable from from you know say Saturday to today? Since Coach Morris become the head coach, no, not not really. Uh, a couple of guys that were in the uh, team meeting um, on Sunday, like the guys that are returning, yeah, um, they were just, you know, it wasn't nothing crazy uh, yet. Uh, he said he'll he'll talk to them more once, of course, once he gets the full staff together. Yeah, um, talk to the guys more about you know the new direction of which the team is going in. Uh, I know it, it seems like it's got to just be an interesting time when, when there's just so much change yeah. looking back on this season. What are your thoughts? I, I know we've talked about coach Spanos a lot on this podcast in the past, you know, being a defensive guy and, and having worked under him for a little bit, how would you say the job that he did this year was? Because I feel like, again, just as the team didn't quit, the coaching staff didn't seem like quit at all this year either. And it seemed like he, he was really in it till the end. Yeah, definitely. Um, like I said before, uh, he didn't change when he took over that leadership role um, as the head coach. Um, and the coaches never they never change as well as as many coaches. Their their roles change as well, too. Um, you know, 
they took on more of a leadership role without having a true, you know, definition of a head coach. We have an interim head coach. Yeah. Um, coach Spanos let those guys coach. He let them do their thing. Um, and it showed uh, guys were guys were playing more freely. Uh, coaches were coaching more freely um, without that true like head coach, like watch nature, yeah. like the eye in the sky nature. Um, so it was, it was definitely cool to see. It, looking back, you know, having with Houston being your last collegiate game there, what, what are your thoughts on, on what it's like to kind of wrap up your college career here, knowing that, that you played your last college football game? And it's crazy. Uh, it's, it's definitely been a, a ride. Um, shoot, six years um, in college football, three here and three at Notre Dame. Um, and it's been, it's been a blessing, to say the least. Um, I wouldn't trade it in for anything. Um, and definitely no regrets uh, with anything that I've decided with, as far as with my college football career. And um, playing in the last game, I can definitely say that I left everything out on the field. So there's definitely no regrets as far as I wish I would have did this. I wish I would have. Yeah. Or there's no regrets because I knew I left it all out there. Uh, I'll wrap with this one because we got to end on a positive note. I got to hear favorite memory or, or what of, of having been at UConn the past couple of years. Mm, favorite, I would say favorite memory. I guess I, I would have to say my favorite memory, two of my favorite memories, both come from the Illinois game at the rent. Um, Tyler Coyle's pick six. Um, oh, very yeah. first, that, that was just. Now, that's how you open up a game. Uh, very first, very first drive against a Big Ten opponent, um, and then I got I got to see my second one. Just has to be my strip sack. Uh, that that was that was a cool play, and uh, just to hear the rent, you know, even even though it wasn't a sellout, it felt like a sellout um, in yeah. that moment. Um, and just having that place rocking and, and giving the fans, you know, a lot to to cheer about. Awesome. Well, DJ, I know you've been a favorite of UConn fans since you've been here. Uh, best of luck to you in, in all that you're doing in the future. And really appreciate you taking out some time this year to, to join us on the podcast. I think it was really cool to get some insight into the program, uh, especially this year of, of any year. So, <laughs> so DJ, really appreciate the time and uh, best of luck. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks for listening to the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast with Jared Cutler. If you like the show and want to know more, check out the podcast on Twitter at CT Scoreboard Pod, the host at Jared Cutler, and find us on Facebook at the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast. Finally, if you enjoy what you're listening to, rate and review us on iTunes. Thanks again for listening.